Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we started a podcast. We are pretty excited about it. So our podcast is aiming to provide support to both speech-language pathologists and parents. Our hope, at least in the beginning, is to have weekly episodes that focus on enhancing therapy sessions, cultivating language-rich activities at home for those parents, and interviewing experts in our field about their experiences. So we are starting this podcast during the COVID-19 pandemic. And you might be wondering why. Um, Well, we really couldn't think of a more crucial time to provide families and therapists with this kind of support and information. The overwhelming feeling from everyone that at least I've spoken with during this time is feeling just so incredibly stuck. Our lives were completely put on hold. And unfortunately, this included the education and therapy for our children. But regardless of these rules and restrictions that are unfortunately still in place in most of areas, kids are still growing. They're still in their impressionable years, and it's so important that we continue to provide them with enriching learning and language environments. So again, our goal is to just give both SLPs and families tools and resources so that they feel confident in helping their clients and children. And we want this and need this now during the pandemic and after. So for those of you that don't know what a speech language pathologist is or an SLP, maybe your friends or family or just listening for support, SLPs evaluate and treat speech, language, social communication, cognitive communication, and swallowing disorders in both children and adults. We can work in a variety of settings, including schools, nursing homes, hospitals, outpatient facilities, private practice clinics, the list kind of goes on and on. So a little background on us before we get started. Claire and I met in graduate school at the University of Toledo about six years ago. I live in Michigan and I'm married with an adorable nine-month-old son, Henry, who I'm sure you'll hear a lot about. I currently work in an elementary school with kids kindergarten through fifth grade, as well as seeing private clients on the side. And I'm from Toledo, Ohio, where I was born and raised, and I spent my entire life there until just last week. I just moved to Charlottesville, Virginia, and I'm currently only seeing private clients through my company, Kindly Speech. Um, But my experiences in the field of speech therapy include being in the school system, in the acute care hospital, and in outpatient peds. So I've kind of served populations across the board um, in that area. So if you guys are ready and Rachel, you're ready, we will start with our first topic. Sure. 
So with everything going on in the world right now, following the death of George Floyd most recently, we thought it would be best to address the topic of diversity and cultural considerations in our profession. We realize this may seem a little heavy for our first podcast, but we also recognize that we have a platform and some people are listening and we have to say something. It's important to us that you know that we believe Black Lives Matter and this is a safe place to have open discussions. We encourage you to educate yourselves, whether that be by reading Black fiction or nonfiction books, watching documentary series, reaching out to local and government officials to make your voice heard, or simply by listening to the discussions taking place around you. So I decided to take a deeper look into cultural considerations directly related to speech therapy. I came across some really, really interesting information from a variety of sources, one of which was Baylor University. The first major red flag that I came across was a study by Biolinguistics. They conducted it, and it's regarding speech language pathologist confidence levels when serving English language learners, so ELL students. They found that only a quarter of SLPs said they felt confident serving ELL students. Which is just insane, at least to me. I mean, that's 25% that feel confident, and that seems really low. Right, that means 75% of SLPs were not confident in the treatment that they were providing. That's alarming. That's not okay. Um, we owe it to ourselves and the individuals that we serve, whether they be children or adults, to do better. Baylor also found that in the 1960s, African Americans were diagnosed with medical disorders based solely on the way they spoke. And as a result, the American Speech Language Hearing Association created the Multicultural Affairs Office. So I dug a little bit deeper into that, and on Ash's website, specifically on the Multicultural Affairs and Resources page, I found that they have a large variety of resources available to therapists. These include phonemic inventories for over 19 different languages, including different dialects, resources for those that are bilingual, ways to get involved, including special interest groups, voice and communication services for those that are transgender or gender diverse populations. They have tons of resources available. I know I encourage you to take a deeper look, especially if you service someone on your caseload that these will directly pertain to. I had no idea all of this information was available and found so much of it useful. So if you're a speech language pathologist and you're listening to this, you've probably seen the somewhat disappointing statement that Asha came forward with last week following the death of George Floyd and the riots and protests. They said, we stand with those who stand against racially motivated silence, or excuse me, violence. We stand in opposition to any actions that silence change and progress as well as those actions that impede and interfere with mutual respect for dignity. And when I first heard that, I had to read it a couple times because it's definitely a mouthful and it's definitely a little wordy. So basically they are making a very vague statement or were making a very vague statement against violence, but 
they aren't really addressing the root of the problem, which is a problem. Right. It kind of felt like a cop out. So that caused a major uproar in the ASHA community with members. I know a petition was formed in hopes that they would come forward with a more in-depth and strong statement. I know personally I signed it. And then just recently, I believe two or three days ago, they posted an updated statement that says, ASHA condemns systematic racism and oppression. We support black audiologists, speech language pathologists, students, and those that they serve. Our sustained action will be what matters most. And they, it was longer than that. It's about six pages. Um, But they did come forward and say that their initial statement wasn't clear enough or strong enough. And for that, they apologize. They recognize that they needed a stronger statement for their community. I would have to say that their updated statement is a serious upgrade for sure. You can see their complete statement on their Instagram account. We just took that little snippet from it. So some other considerations for cultural competence specifically related to speech therapy include different language barriers, differences in dialects, individuals that have accents. For audiologists um, that deal with hearing, they should consider head coverings that obstruct obstruct individuals' eyes or mouth. For speech pathologists that work in the hospital, and deal with individuals that have dysphagia or swallowing disorder. They should consider fasting requirements, religious restrictions like being kosher, vegetarian or vegan requirements, and individuals that want to take communion. Those should all be considerations when treating their patients. So if you are a speech pathologist and you're listening to this, you know that in order to maintain our license and certificate of clinical competence, continuing education hours are required. I personally do a lot of my CEU hours on speechpathology.com and a couple weeks ago I came across a class that I ended up taking um, called Important Aspects of Diversity and Culture in Speech Language Pathology Services by Marlene Salas Provence. And I just want to highlight some key points from her course that I thought were really good takeaways. She started the course with saying that she believes no matter how hard we try not to, that we all have biases. And as a professional, the most important way to address this fact is to identify those biases and address them head on. Specifically for speech language pathologists regarding the evaluation and treatment of patients, One of the most important objectives in conducting those assessments is to be sure that we are fair and unbiased across all individuals. Of course, that means that materials that you're using should be culturally appropriate and reflect the world of your student or patient. And using the correct and appropriate written language may also require the assistance of an interpreter, which is an important tool to keep in mind. So that was summed up with a really meaningful quote, and I think it's a perfect way to sum up our first episode on kind of a difficult and sticky topic that no one really wants to talk about, but it needs to be talked about. She closed out her course saying, if we truly value individuals from all ethnic, cultural, and linguistic backgrounds, then we will see their innate good. 
we will want equality and justice and always for all people. And I just thought that was the perfect way to close this out. Yeah, I think that was perfect. And I think that course in itself is something really important that um, SLPs could look into. I know that a lot of jobs now, especially if they hadn't already, are requiring diversity CEUs um, just even to be in the workplace. So I think it's important to look into that and make sure you get some really good education on that, especially now. So I know that this was a super heavy topic and, you know, we, again, just really needed to touch on that for our first episode. And I hope you guys made it to the end and I hope you guys do tune in next week. We will be talking about teletherapy. I think it'll be really beneficial for both speech therapists and parents just to kind of hear a little bit uh, specifically about what has been working for Rachel and I, and it'll be kind of fun. We'll talk about what hasn't been working. We can share with you some of our stories that uh, we've kind of gone through because we've been going through this for a few months now. So um, just to kind of reiterate, I am up and running for providing teletherapy and in-person therapy through my private company, Kindly Speech. I am licensed in both Ohio and Virginia, so I am currently in Charlottesville, Virginia, so any residents here that are looking for in-person therapy, I am available for that, but anybody in Ohio, it would have to be over teletherapy, uh, but just please keep that in mind, and you can contact my email for more information on that, kindlyspeechllc at gmail.com, or visit my website, kindlyspeech.com. And piggybacking off of Claire, if you or anyone you know is interested in teletherapy or in-person speech therapy in the state of Michigan, specifically Southeast Michigan, if you want inpatient or in-person speech therapy, feel free to reach out to me, Rachel, at speechissupersweet at gmail.com. We also wanted to let you guys know to like us on Facebook, our Let's Talk About Speech podcast page. We'll post some links with some of the information that we were talking about today, um, as well as future episodes. So thank you guys for joining us so much, and we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks. Bye.